It's the Big Wake Up Call. I'm Ryan Gatenby, and time for my next guest. She is an Oscar and Golden Globe-nominated actress and a critically acclaimed singer-songwriter. She is hosting a brand-new podcast, Mini Questions, now available on all popular podcast platforms, and we are going to visit with Mini Driver. Good morning. Hi there. How are you? I am doing well. How are things where you are? Uh, it's pouring with rain here in London, but um, but but all good. Now, we spoke with uh, an author from London yesterday who said it's been unseasonably warm. Is that true? Yes, but that was yesterday, oh, okay. and then today <laughs> it's like the end of the world. Great. So that's, that's British weather for you. It's why we talk about it so much. I think Chicago might be the sister city for London weather, and I know you spent a bit of time filming here. Do you have any particular memories of Chicago? Oh, my God. I I genuinely love Chicago. I love it. I lived um, I lived on one of the canals opposite a, a chocolate factory, and I used to lay in my bed and just open the window, and it was like being in a Willy Wonka dreamscape. And then I'd ride my bike up to the park where we were shooting and um, hang out in the zoo with the great apes. <laughs> nice. I, I really, I love, I love Chicago. I love it. And you can still head over to that neighborhood, and the chocolate will still hit you. So if you ever come back, you can you can relive that. I'm glad that it's still there, and that they, I'm glad that people, you know, I'm glad that people are still making chocolate and eating it, you know. So you've got a brand new podcast, Mini Questions. I know you have a few episodes out. How has that been going so far, and how has the response been from your fans and your friends? It's been going great, I think. I mean, I am absolutely loving doing it, and I have had a lot of wonderful responses via social media and from my family and friends. Um, but it's, you know, it's this 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 last year where we all experienced so much dislocation from our friends and our lives. It's been amazing to meet and connect with some of the most brilliant and in interesting people around. I felt extraordinarily privileged to have been able to do that. Now, you have a unique spin for your podcast, and it's nice to see one. You, It's very focused instead of just two people chatting on and on about random topics, which, as I say this, I realize I've just described my show, but you ask <laughs> each guest the same series of questions. How did you land on that idea? Because I think that's a, that's a very interesting take on a podcast. Well, I've always felt that discipline, actually, uh, you need something to push up against in order to really create, and that the discipline of the same seven questions, um, it gives people a framework that sort of makes you feel safe in the beginning, but actually also acts as a springboard into larger conversations. So I think also, you know, we, we all listen, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and there are a lot of amazing conversations having being had between people, and I wanted something that was just a little bit more focused to keep people really focused into the meat and potatoes of what it is to be a human being. Um, so that was that was the idea. Plus, you know, I'm just really nosy, um, inquisitive. Well, and I know you're a songwriter. I'm a songwriter as well. And sometimes limitations do result in more creativity. If you find, okay, I have this amount of time or I want to write about this subject, if you give yourself a set of parameters, I find sometimes it actually opens up more possibilities. I agree. I agree 100%. I'm a, I'm a big believer in, um, in giving yourself the parameters of a deadline or, or 
some something that has a boundary to it. Um, that's that's I've always found that really useful as a very wayward creative person. Now, do you find it, it's resulted the way you want it so far? Your guests open up more in response to those questions because, it, as you said, it keeps you focused. It allows you to explore each one in more depth and not that if someone heads in a different direction, you reel them in and say, no, 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 this is the question. Well, the, what I've realized is the questions are really, they're Trojan horses in yeah. that you can, you can ask the question, but invariably in answering a question that, requires a level of self-inquiry you you a thread is revealed into another conversation into something else these questions of i've really realized are triggers and what's interesting is i think people are realizing when they come on the show that they're a starting point and they're a safe starting point because you think you know what you're going to say yeah but i can always hear when somebody when somebody says what they've prepared that they're going to say and then suddenly they're just off the mountain and down through the woods and on some little pathway, you know, following, following an idea or a thought. And it's, it's, it's really wonderful. It's really great. Well, I found that uh, a similar experience in, in therapy because it's a very safe space. And it's one question that seems very specific, but that you find as, as you have that safe space and that moment of reflection, it does carry you in directions you didn't expect. And then you learn more about yourself. You're, the person asking questions learns more about yourself. I, I think it's a great way to explore not just a singular question, but uh, how a person feels and, and how they think. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think it gives, oddly, I think it gives them the opportunity to explore that. I mean, they know that they're coming on my show. They know that there are these questions they're going to be asked. It probably feels very safe. And, it, you know, it, it is a very safe space because I'm interested and I'm, I think I'm a pretty good listener. You know, it's hard to pat yourself on the back around. <laughs> we're, we're much, it's much easier for us to say what's wrong with us than it is to say what's right with us. But I, I like to listen um, because I'm, I really am genuinely interested and what I've noticed is that, while I wouldn't say that people use my podcast like therapy, that it's the same idea of having having an intimate conversation um, in a safe space reveals really um, really in depth uh, results. Which is great because it could certainly go the other way that if everyone knows the questions are coming, you know, hey, I, I can team up with a couple of writers and punch up their answers. And you said maybe people could come in, okay, I know what's going to be asked, but uh, then yeah, you don't necessarily know what's going to happen. And uh, you're obviously skilled enough as an interviewer to get people to to open up and, uh, and open up new possibilities for, for their responses. I don't know that I'm a skilled interviewer because I really, I haven't done it very long, but I'm, like I said, I'm really nosy and I'm also quite insistent. So someone isn't asking, answering the question. I mean, actually, everybody has answered the questions. Just some of the questions, some of their answers don't start out being that in-depth or but they get deep. It's so funny. It's kind of like it's kind of like clockwork. People will start out in a place that feels safe, and then maybe because of that safety, they then, you know, push off into deeper waters. 
But you just described three of the qualities of a good interviewer is that you need to be a little nosy, insistent, and more importantly, you need to listen. You, you have to listen. And I can hear from a mile away when the interviewer is just waiting to ask the next question and not, not listening to the guest. I know. Well, I know. I mean, trust me, as someone who has been interviewed a good jillion oh, times, sure. yeah. it's, it's, you, you do. You, you really, you're like, oh, my goodness, they're just. They're literally just waiting for their opportunity to talk again. Right. Um, and that's not a conversation. That's just somebody doing a job. And I, 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 it's, it's a different, it's a, it's a, it, there's a different quality to it. Now, you've got a new one of these once a week. You have a new one up today. Who are you talking with on this episode? Who are some of your upcoming guests that, uh, that you've got coming on? The my guest today is Chelsea Clinton. Oh wow! Who, yeah, I mean, what a fascinating person she, you know, to have quite extraordinary to have lived so, you know, front and center in the public eye as an only child of two extraordinarily powerful people, and then to have watched this woman, she's carved out this life for herself around public health, around kind of being of service. Like she's so. She's so engaged with 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 life, and while obviously there was a there was definitely a level of, um, you know, she knows how to talk to the media, and there was she was there was a little bit of a wall up, very polite wall, but the thing is that she her own curiosity and her own self examination meant that that came down pretty soon, and she she was so she was so generous and she was so interesting. I mean, I'm fascinated. Like, who? No, you know, I could never imagine living a life like that. Like, literally moving from Arkansas to the White House, being an only child, and your cohorts are only other adults, and you've turned out to be this really considered, lovely person who's a great mother. Um, I don't know. I'd be. I think I'd be locked up. I'd be in the loony bin. I would just be gone. I don't think I would have survived that. So. Um, She's a really impressive, uh, a really impressive person, and I'm looking forward to. I interviewed Tony Blair last week, uh, the former Prime Minister of the UK, which was fascinating, and I'm interviewing Cindy Crawford next week. Um, so it's, I'm feeling very, um, I'm feeling very lucky with the guests that I have available. And Mini Questions is available on all popular podcast platforms, hosted, of course, by my guest, Mini Driver. Mini, I always wanted to meet you, and, and thank you so much for calling in today. Thank you very much for having me.